Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So how was your Easter, your Easter season, the one that's coming? Because it doesn't just end on Easter Sunday. There's an eight-day octave that we should be celebrating. And of course, there's a Easter season, 50 days. It's beautiful. We've got Pentecost coming. And I know a lot of the time we're very liturgically focused, the calendar, if you will, the Lenten season, the Advent season. And I want us to kind of not think that way because we should be approaching every day as Easter, every day to celebrate the fact that we know salvation history. We believe in the promises of Jesus And the more that we read the word, who is Jesus himself, Jesus is the word flesh who walked with us here on earth. Jesus who knows the human feelings and emotions and temptations. And who is here to help us through all of it. So as we sit here and we think, okay, God, wow, awesome. It was an Easter was great. Well, we've got eight more days to celebrate officially, if you will, but I don't know if I want us to be focusing so much on, I don't know, the eight days, because I think what I would rather you focus on is what happened during this Lent for you. As you look back, did you find that God really helped you with whatever stronghold you were fighting against? Did he bring up to your eyes the fact that, yeah, you got to work on this, or this is a problem in your life? I know he did for me. Was I perfect? Am I coming out on the back end saying, yeah, I'm healed? No, (laughs) not not yet. It's a process with me and him in this particular area of my life. So I know as we read today in the readings We've got, you know, Peter out there spouting, spouting about the truth of Jesus. And you remember, I had asked all of you to try to bring a little education about Jesus into your family, into your celebration. And I was all psyched up to do that. I really was. But when the Holy Spirit doesn't put it in my heart, I can't do it. Meaning, It didn't feel right. I wish I did, and I don't regret that I didn't, because I don't want to force a conversation. 
And that's where the more you think about and you, you ask God, what do you think? What should I do? He will give you that prompting. You'll, fe- you'll know it's right when he, you kind of feel like, okay, now's the right time. You'll know it. It's a feeling. It's, a, it's an emotion, I guess. And I know we're not supposed to run on emotions and feelings. But when you're asking for clarity to God, he's going to give you some sort of answer. So here's the deal. While I didn't have an opportunity to really go there with Jesus fulfilling the Old Testament and all of that, I did bring Jesus into the event, into the celebration. So I actually wore my white cross hat. It's just a simple cross right on the front. And then I wore a sweatshirt that said, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. So every time they looked at me, they had to see Jesus. And at the end, I think my dad called me Cross Hat. He's like, hey, Cross Hat, it's your turn. We were playing a game. And, you know, we're getting sidetracked and talking. It was pretty rowdy and crazy. And I laugh because I'm like, you know what? That's a great nickname. <laughs> Why don't you just call me Jesus follower? That's even better. And at the same time, I was also policing the language a little bit. My family knows I don't swear anymore. And I used to be the biggest swearer ever. But they know the most important thing to me is not to use Jesus's name in vain. That is a commandment. And people sometimes don't realize it. And you may be one who does this. Of course, when you hear someone say, Jesus, right? In that tone, in that way, that's blaspheming the name of God. And when you hear someone say, oh my God, oh my God. In reaction to anything, and I know a lot of people who do this, like that's, also blaspheming God's name because you're probably just saying it as a reaction to something and maybe not even calling out to God. So you're just saying it to say it. I like to think about it where when people are like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and they say it all the time. It's like the boy who cried wolf. I know Jesus isn't not going to be there because you keep not asking him. It's kind of like, Oh my God, Jesus comes running. Yes, yes, what can I do? And you're just going about your day because you didn't even really call on him. And then you do it again and you do it again and you do it again and he keeps coming and coming and coming. And of course, you're not even talking to him. That's kind of what I think about. And I know that God doesn't work that way, but sometimes I need to think in my mind in a different way. So yeah, I was the little police like that. But you know what? I'm okay with not having gone forward with my plan because we've got to <laughs> we've got to be paying attention to whether or not it's something that God wants us to do and say right then and there and that's the walk that's that's the conversation that's the well what do you think and no not right now not with this group not in this way but that doesn't mean that I don't stop. And so as we sit here and again, look at liturgical calendars and all that kind of stuff, I know we've got eight more days of Easter to celebrate. And then we have the Easter season, which is 50 days. Then we go into Pentecost. 
What I want you to focus on today is to really look back on your Lenten sacrificial offering to God and be honest with yourself. How did it go? And why did it go that way? Why, why, why is the question we should always be asking. Why was it a struggle, God? Why did I fall so much? And hopefully you will start listening and thinking, oh, yeah, I fell so many times because I never called for your name and called on you to help me. And why did I choose this love offering, God? Was this something that you wanted me to do? Has this brought me closer to you? Has this made me a better person in my vocation? Before we just shoot on down into the Easter celebration, I think it's really important to stop, reflect, because we should be taking forward whatever we were working on in Lent. I'll be honest with you, this liturgical calendar stuff sometimes makes me scratch my head. I'm not questioning God's plan here, but I think all too often people get way into Lent and way into Advent, and then when it comes down to real life, they go back to what they were, and then they probably bring the same thing in that they're going to work on again in the next seasonal thing, right? Okay. Advent will be coming. I'll try it again then. <laughs> I, it, it, it sometimes, again, makes me scratch my head. I know this because I'm a speaker. And I am like, why are we not having more prayer events and weekend retreats and things during the summer for people? Yet at, the some time, at some parishes, it seems like they take God off, a vacation from God during the summer months because they think that people won't be around because of vacations. And, well, you know what? We should be thinking, hey, people are more free. Maybe they have more time. You know, the summers are kind of not so rigid. I, my point is, We need to be thinking about God like it's Easter Sunday every day and like it's Lent every day. So what is it that God wants us to work on today? And how can we bring Jesus to the world, into our hearts, into our lives? Because just because Lent is done and Easter is here, we need to face whatever it was that we were working on during this time and be honest with ourselves to see what happened and why we're at where we're at and how can we continue to work on these areas if we're still struggling. Day by day, step by step, moment by moment. So while we're supposed to be celebrating for eight days, we should be celebrating every day. 
every day we should be thanking God, bringing him into our hearts, talking to him, crying out to him, and asking him what he wants us to do for him today. How do I serve you, God? How do I serve you today? And he might just surprise you with his answer for that day. That's really when you get into mental prayer and meditation and those conversations. So I think that's where I'd like to kind of guide us and lead us over these next eight days as we celebrate this awesomeness of, of Jesus coming back to life. And for all of us 